Okay, let's continue. Uh, this work was created uh, when I was studying in Scenic College of the Arts. Uh, it was eight, uh, 1999, 98 to 99, yeah. It's called uh, Reincarnation, Mao, Buddha, and I. I use uh, myself representing an ordinary person and Mao as a powerful political icon and then Buddha again as a religious icon. Uh, the reincarnation uh, described here as because uh, if you see closely you will see my image made this huge uh, mouse image and then Mao made the Buddha and the Buddha made uh, my, my image. By doing that, uh, I sort of saying Mao was an uh, ordinary person before he became um, a powerful political uh, icon. And then during the Cultural Revolution, he was worshipped by many around the world um, like a god, so he become a god. And then the, according to Buddhism, the next, uh, like for example, the uh, Tibetan Buddhist, Buddhism, the next Lama or, or living Buddha will be selected from an ordinary family or just a young, very young child will become next uh, Dalai Lama. So that's how the circle uh, form. Uh, I call it reincarnation. Can I ask how important is religion to your work? Is, did you have any religious upbringing or it was not religious at all when you grew up? Actually, when I grew up during the Cultural Revolution, there was no religion allowed to either learn or teach. So all we had uh, was Maoism or <laughs> Mao thought. So maybe there uh, is it's because it's lacking that experience or, or knowledge. So that's why later on I used uh, quite some of religion's uh, image in my work. But uh, I'm still, uh, I call myself a uh, dialectical materialist, which, mean, which means uh, I only believe uh, um, physical, the world is made of physical uh, paths, like um, there's no God or no previous life or afterlife, that kind of, I, I guess it's just my worldview because of the education during that period. Mm. That's the stereographs. Since late 90s, I started to collect Australian colonial family photos 
like they have beautiful made uh, albums with all uh, studios set um, photographs of, of person or family so because I was a photographer based in photo media then I was fascinated by those images always dreaming what if I I was living in that period and and uh, in that situation just imagine um, I was in the same 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 time so I put my my face again into each different uh, people's uh, body I call the series uh, my other lives so in that way I lived in many other people's lives I was sort of uh, role playing and time traveling and uh, yeah you can see a little boy there or a family man or a lady um, here is a free Freemason because um, back then there's no Asian or colored people can be allowed to join that secret society so I, I might be the first one uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah yeah, that's the. Also, uh, in stereographs, there are subtle. There are two images side by side. Always has the. I mean, the real stereograph has that subtle differences uh, of pers- perspective differences. I change that into identity. It's actually not real stereograph. Uh, I created from a single image. So even with the help of uh, uh, a scope or a viewer, you still cannot see three-dimensional effect because uh, the real stereograph has to be taken by two lenses uh, separated, uh, similar to our human's eyes uh, to distance. And then you with the help of the viewer, you will see a three-dimensional image. But these are fake, uh, fake stereographs and fake uh, historical document. <laughs> yeah. Can you talk about these pieces here? Because both of these you were telling me earlier that you're very interested in um, antiques and King, yeah. and that's where a lot of these um, images originally, the idea, you know, inspiration came from. And and also with these beautiful um, sort of uh, old-fashioned cutlery research. Would you like to yeah. talk about this? I think uh, through my collection, I also came across uh, with some uh, beautifully made Victorian cutlery set. Uh, I s- probably a few came first, and then I started to collect more because I want to make something out of it. Later on, when I study at Sydney College of, of the Art, um, I, I was in uh, photo media 
discipline. But uh, I, I, I spend uh, most of time in ceramic and glass department. Uh, yeah, so I had the idea to make them into porcelain. And I made one set uh, back then with no glaze on, uh, which they are collected by Queensland Art Gallery now. Um, by, by making a whole set of Victorian color eating utensils um, and comparing with a single pair of chopsticks, um, I'm commenting on the way Eastern people uh, and Western people eat. Um, like uh, less is more, uh, but uh, but but I mean I really like the the, the aesthetic. Um, I mean the beauty of this each pieces. So anyway, each 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 one originally I th I think was built for a unique purpose, like um, fish, fish knife, pick, and fork, or like, um, yeah, there, there are some I cannot recognize this uh, square one. I'm still not sure, but the set is called a game set, game, game cover. A bread knife, a bread prop. Oh yeah, that's bread, yeah, bread, bread uh, fork. Yes. <laughs> and this uh, little square one, I, I, I'm not sure, but the three of them was used for... Oh, actually, I noticed this is, those ones, the tongs, the sugar cubes. Oh, yeah, that's uh, tongs for, for maybe ice cube, and the little ones for sugar cube. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's a master master spoon and a soft uh, soft spoon. Yeah, and that's the little curling thing is for cheese. It's called cheese scoop for mm, for taking a cheese uh, out from that big uh, <laughs> cheese. Yeah, and also like this uh, crumb scoop, like they use a little brush and to clean the table. <laughs> yeah, and um, um, punch ladles, uh, all sort, of, all sort of things. So there's some uh, humor in there, just to put them together. Okay, now. We move to uh, home. Yeah, home. Home. We'll go to around to the yeah, around to the, the other side. Okay, these four large photographs I created in 2002 and three. Initially, was for a touring exhibition in England. Uh, it's called home uh, at different locations. Home London, home Paris, home Sydney, and home Rome. I sort of uh, trying to, I always had a dream of, 
like um, putting because I'm a migrant I have two homes home means uh, has two meanings for me one is the new uh, country where I settled the other one was the previous homeland I, I came from so I always had a dream to put both home together, bring them into one, uh, into one place at a, at a time, at one time. But uh, in reality, it's impossible. So I used photographic image to to realize that uh, idea. I photograph uh, Chinese families. This was my family. Uh, my father, my brother, and his wife, his children, and myself. And also photograph friends' families. Um, actually, I made them look like I photographed in front of Buckingham Palace, but actually it's, not in, it's almost impossible. Because uh, when the royal soldiers doing the perfor- performance, uh, it's no no chance you can sit there and put all this uh, but I just uh, use Photoshop to make it look like it's happening and uh, there's a policeman sort of uh, doing the uh, order or keeping the audience away just I try uh, to make similar at uh, different locations and also, I, hide, uh, I have my image uh, in every one of them. That one is hiding there as a bike rider there. And uh, that one is a shadow of the photographer. And the other one is uh, the back of me with a long, yeah, uh, not ponytail, long plaid. Yeah, yeah, that's uh, that's me. Uh, I always have sort of a security or police represented uh, somewhere. Like the Paris one is in the distance. Just make uh, you feel like uh, they they keeping the traffic out or they keeping uh, people away or just let me to do the. Uh, photo shooting. We're coming up to the end of half an hour, and what I'd like to do is um, just uh, talk briefly about the fact that you've moved in now to other media apart from photography, yeah. and you've got um, these pieces here, the chess sets. Can you just briefly, uh, to summarise, okay. um, the um, work, I think people are very interested to know that your wife, for instance, uh, Glassmaker, helped you work on this piece. Yeah. And this is a very interesting piece which looks at um, introduced animals against indigenous animals, yeah. local animals, doesn't it? So if you'd like to maybe finish by talking about this piece here. Okay. This one I made in 2003, I think. Uh, it's for commissioned work for Federation exhibition which happened in this gallery. I collaborated with my wife. Uh, she is a glass artist, so she helped me with this uh, 
glass um, part. I made this uh, like sort of commenting on Australian has been brought in introduced animals. So they, by doing that, they do a lot of damage to the native animals. Um, so man is playing as a god here. Um, try to manipulate the nat- natural uh, nature. Um, uh, but they failed in the end. So the, you can see like there are lots of damage being done. Uh, like fox run, um, out of control, rabbit out of control, and that has a lot of native animals been in danger because of that. Like Canton, uh, the other show you can see the Canton uh, has been invading a large area in Australia. I use uh, Australian Aboriginal form of the dot form to make this chess board representing the land was uh, Aboriginal peoples. So, yeah. Thank you. Can we have any questions from um, the audience? It's your chance to ask the artist anything. When you made the ceramic pieces over on the other side, the utensils, are they moulded? Yeah, they are from the original silver or silver-plated uh, flatware. And you made the moulds? Yeah. And you made the moulds for this for your wife making them? This one? Uh, she made, yeah. The moulds? The, she sculpted the, each one. Each one. Yes. Right. Yep. Like the others, I, I also collaborate with other artisans or, yeah. Yeah, this one's I collaborate with another artist, uh, Sherry Hook. Yeah, and uh, she's a well-known painter and sculptor in Australia. She won one of the Archibald Prize, yeah, I think. Those two standing sculptures uh, were made in China in 2004. I uh, also collaborate with uh, local artisans. So they do the wood carving and also at a, a bronze factory I made those um, the, the um, figure of acupuncture model. Yeah. It's Eastern Chinese way of healing and also Western way of healing. Uh, Chinese is more sort of indirect, but uh, Western is more straightforward. If you have some cancer, they open and cut and problem solved. But Chinese, Chinese use uh, herbal or uh, like a pin to, to like gently uh, gradually cure, not just uh, so, uh, I think Western is a bit violent in a way, 
yeah, because <laughs> there are knife and blood involved. What type of lens did you use in Rome? Is it a 28 millimeter or additional lens? This one, uh, this all, I used uh, a panoramic uh, camera to take the landscape shot and then put in the people with uh, Photoshop. Mm. Yeah. Inside the Gallery 4, there's a, there are three large images. Yeah, okay. Okay, I just shortly, briefly explain this. I photographed this in uh, uh, the, that town I just said, uh, called Jingdezhen, where I made those porcelain uh, pieces. Uh, just one day, a friend uh, took me to this uh, old, previously state-owned uh, factory of uh, they, they make those uh, um, just daily family household place or yeah and this factory has been dumped uh, for about 15 years or so and this all disqualified place been stacked high taller than than the tallest people here, I think. <laughs> and uh, I just photographed them, like scanning the whole site, one after the other. So I try to represent, use this image to represent that I bring the whole site here. I call it the Great Wall of China. Because uh, it's all it's a, it's a quite thick wall from very front to 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 the very corner of uh, the the factory, yeah, the workshop. Um, there's also a video there with uh, some sound effect, which. Uh, I climb up to the wall because uh, Mao has a saying that true man has to climb up to uh, to become a true man you have to climb up to the great wall uh, so there I climb up to this great wall of China uh, sort of uh, playing with uh, word of China. This town is also the place where China got its name from, China, because uh, they have a long history in making uh, beautiful uh, blue and white porcelains. And the place used to be called Changnan. I guess the first uh, translation or the the merchants, they probably cannot pronounce it uh, uh, exact 
Changnan, or maybe the local accent is like China uh, when they pronounce Changnan. So eventually that term Changnan become the name of China uh, for the rest of the world. That's how China got its name. So yeah, here another <laughs> um, comment on and the Great Wall of China. New, new explain, explanation. <laughs> yeah. Thank you very much for your time and for the most informative talk. It's always fascinating, I think, to hear exactly what an artist thinks uh, of um, how he puts together his work, the process, um, and the time. And I think um, this is a very important time, especially at the moment, with what's happening between Australia and China, for a public art gallery to hold such a substantial exhibition of an important artist's work, such as this which I think, you know, in a country as we are of migrants, it's is, is very important that we discuss issues of home and identity and culture. Uh, we're in a global community. So thank you very much, Xiaozian, for speaking to us today. Pleasure. Thank you all for coming.